Amen. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Um, we're in the book of First Peter. Yeah. It's written by who? Peter. That's right. He's one of the 12. I'm getting a little bit of ringing. Uh, it's not you. It's me. No, it's probably you. Um, who, do, who, who did he write to? Believers who were what? Scattered. Okay, believers who were scattered. They were dispersed away from it. Last week we watched a couple of sweet videos on when animals attack and stuff, right? That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Well, I've got some of the ending clips to some of those. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wish I did. Uh, but I want to ask you a question along those lines. I've been, it's a, mor- a morbid thread I'm, I'm, I'm running on right now. Um, what are the deadliest animals in the world right now? Don't raise your hand, pants down, don't, don't answer, don't say, because you're going to mess up our game time if you, if you give some. How many sheep death attacks on humans do you think there are a, a year? Sheep, sheep. There's none rec- recorded. There's none recorded. You can, I looked at it online. They're like, none recorded. Do you know why? Sheep are, sheep are just weak. They're, they're just... Hep, they, you're like, don't talk about my pet sheep that way. I, it, they are. They're helpless. That's why a sheep needs what? A shepherd. A shepherd. They need a shepherd. No, sheep get dirty. Their wool gets caught in stuff. They, they get lost. Um, they, they need help to find their way. They're weak. Wolves can, can get them like that. They can't defend themselves. Like They like gum the leg of a wolf. It doesn't help them. The wolf just eats them whole. You know, sheep are helpless. Now we're about to look at, at um, something, but sheep are so helpless that we, 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 we throw our kids on sheep and do games with them. Look at, look at this clip. She's all right. She hops right up. Makes sure her hair's okay. There we go. Hey, can I- anyone say new youth camp game? I mean, would that be pretty sweet or what? Man, if I could pull that off, you would not believe it. Y'all, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. So, now it's interesting. Just don't miss this. Whenever you read the Word of God, we are re- referred to as what all the time? Sheep, because we're helpless. We are, are weak in so many ways. We need a shepherd. We get lost so many times. We need help to get cleaned. So, so when you ever see the word shepherd or sheep in script, scripture, the sheep are us, the, 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 the shepherd is Jesus. And it's just a picture. It's a beautiful picture. Some are like, I'm insulted by that. Don't be insulted by that. We, we're all in need of help. It just shows how helpless we are. We're going to read the scripture together t- tonight. I've got another youth that is going to read it for us. Caden, why don't you come on down? 
And um, we're in First Peter. First Peter. Chapter 5, and we're going to read verse 1 through 5. So if you can stand in, in, in honor, this is our main text tonight. We're going to jump, jump through a, a lot of this. Yeah, man. Uh, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect and exiled. Of the Wait a second. 1 Peter 5, 1 oh, through 5. five. One, my yeah, bad. But I like, we could have read right. the whole thing, but you hey, know, that's good. You, you whispered it through my ear through people. Sorry. Uh, 1 through 5? Yes, sir. So I... So I exhort the elders among you, as fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as the partaker in glory that is going to be revealed. Shepherd, the flock of God is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but under but willingly, as God would have you, not for the shameful gain, but eagerly, not uh, domineering. domineering over those in your charge. But the examples of the flock, and when the sheep, the the, che- the sheep, <laughs> <laughs> the chief uh, shepherd of sheep, you will uh, receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Thank you for reading that on the fly. I'll pray. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right. Hey, let's pray together. Dear God, we thank you so much for your word. Chance to open it up for it to be read, for it to be heard. Lord, may we, we, we walk, walk through this text and may we respond to it in the appropriate way. Lord, I, and I just ask for you to move in this place. God, we need you to move in this place. We need you in our lives. We need you to move in our lives. Thank you for sending your son for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, have a seat. Now, if I were to put a, t- a, t- a title to what we're going to talk about, it, was, it would go two ways. It would be respect your elders or elders be respectable. Okay? So it goes both ways. Now, this is a funny text because no one would ever teach this text to you. And it's where we're at. And I was like, dear Lord, what am I going to do with this? But I've got uh, some questions from the text. So will you hang with me for like 15 minutes? Yes, I got two people. My wife is one of them. Perfect. Exhort. What, what does that mean to exhort? Starts off, um, uh, so I exhort the elders among you. What does that mean? Exhort. Because we, we say, I exhort you all the time. Yo, bro, I exhort you. Right? What you got? I think it means like overdue. Overdue. That is, that is good. That, that is right along the lines of it. Anybody else? Honor. Honor is along those lines as well. Y'all got it close. Exalt, Exalt is close. I'll tell you. Encourage. Yeah. But it's more than just a light encourage. It is strongly encourage and urge you. I urge you on, right? You're, going, you're, you're doing well. And I'm going, it's like for those of you that run cross and when I yell your name, you, I, I see you like, shut up. I'm running as fast as I can, right? But you're like, go, go, man, go. Ezra, go. I can't ever say his name. Ezra, go. And so he's like, is he talking to me? I don't know if he's talking. Do I go slower? And, and so, so it's, it's when you're being urged on on what you're doing in a good way. So he's saying, I exhort you. I encourage you. And so question number one, who is an elder? He's talking about elders here in the text. Excuse me, young lady, young man, I'd like to ask you a question. Is this an elder? 
anyone under you're under authority with, that is very good. But an elder in this text, what do you think? When he's talking about elders, who's he referring to? An old, you think it's just old man? What, what do you think, Master? Christ. Christ? Okay, Christ is the great elder, and we could, we could go there. But yes, Jay? Yeah, it's specific here to the text. The leader of the church, the pastors of the church is who an elder refers to. Those that are called to lead in the church. Now, um, in 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 7, do I have that text, T? Or no, I wasn't sure if I've got it or not. Nope. Put that one away. Put that one away. Someone fell asleep at the wheel. But we love them still. Oh, that's okay, because I'm proud of them. It's okay, we're going to leave that alone. But th- this, there's a text here. Just come back to me. First Timothy 3, a text that says what an elder is supposed to be like. And these are some things. He should be above reproach. That, that means what he is doing, it doesn't look wrong. You don't go, oh, I don't think he's doing something right. It should be, there should be no perception of, of wrong, wrongdoing. It says, husband of one wife, says self-controlled, respectable, able or apt to teach. So take the word of God to teach the word of God. Uh, he doesn't get in fights. He's, he's kind. He's not a lover of money. So there's all these rules of what this, this, this elder is supposed to look like. Um, now, I need uh, someone who is, who is like, I've been in this church for a while. I know, I know Mercy Hill well. Who, who's been here? Cameron, you come on down. I need a, a girl who hasn't been up here, a girl who hasn't been up here. Or if I can't get a girl, okay, come on, Scar- Scarlet. All right, good. Hey, y'all both been, been here a while. Okay, now don't put the slide up at all until I ask for it. So at our church, we've got nine el- el- elders, nine of them. So can you name the nine taking turns? you know of one of them? Matt Leinbach. Matt Leinbach is an elder of the church. Frank Rooney is not an elder of the church. Girls have one point lead. It was tied before. We have nine. Wait, are there girls? Elders or No. You can ask for help. I'll let you ask, and you can ask for help. One person to come up alongside you. Uh, wait, come on, stand, stand, come on up here and stand with him. You're going to help. Can, can we get another girl up here? Another girl up here. Huh? I, I think I talked through this with her. Caitlin, oh, come on down. Oh, stack the deck a little bit. Okay. So what did you say? Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike is an elder of the church. Pastor Dan is an elder. You're like, seriously? You sure? I've got to check this out. Okay. Pastor Chris is an elder of the church. Mr. Dawson. Mr. Paul? No, he is not. Mr. Steve Bain is not, but he's a, he's a, he, he could have been somewhere else, but not at our church. Pastor Ryan. Pastor Ryan is an elder of the church. 
Have we gotten all, all of the pastors? I don't think so. Pastor Nick. Pastor Nick is an elder at the church. There's th- three more. Mr. Paul Clark is not an elder of the church. Guys, anything else? Mr. Greg is not, but he looks like a beautiful elder of our church, though. There you go. There you go. Mr. Kloss is an elder. His dad is an elder of the church. There's two, there's two more. Y'all got any guesses at all? Girls, you got any more? Mr. Leinbach was said before. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, that was the first one said. But yes, good. That was great. That was good. Hey, y'all are probably doing a lot better than a lot of the adults in our church. <laughs> They'd be like, I don't know in our church. All right, y'all can sit down. I think the, the girls have won the competition. Y'all sit down. So there's, there's two more. There are uh, Craig Smith, who came on a youth trip with us just a year and a half ago. And Ronnie Jones, Mr. Ronnie Jones, who's been a, an elder at this church forever and four days, forever and four days. So, so cool. So that is the elder. I just thought that was a good exercise for us to do, who is an elder. So do you know who an elder is at Mercy Hill? Yes or no? Okay. We sort of know now, right? Put the list up now. It's okay. I won't yell at you. Okay, so that's, that's our, our list, so you can sort of see it. Uh, and so they're... Five are staff elders. There are five, five men that are full-time paid staff here at the church that help the runnings of the church. We have four that are lay elders. They, they have jobs outside of the church, but they, they serve as elders. Uh, just to let you know, the staff elders don't deal with any of the staff financial pay at all. That is all up to the lay elders of the church because we don't want to be lovers of money or caught in that or any perception like we make the calls there. Those four lay guys deal with the rest of the staff on, on what they get paid and all that stuff. So it sort of runs clean. Does that make sense? Just Because some people go, I don't know. Man, y'all, y'all just make all the choices yourself. No, sometimes we pull ourselves out just to have not the appearance of e- evil. Okay, elders, you know who, who they are now? Yes? Yes. yes? yes, good. Okay, point two, question. What, you, what should you expect from an elder? What should you, I'm not just talking like vaguely, what should people in the world, what should you expect from an elder? I'm not asking for help here, but that's great. We're, we're not going to jump in because we, we won't have time. I'm sure, I, I'm, I'm afraid to hear what some of you <laughs> expect me and the rest of the guys to do. We can talk about it later at the end of the edge. Um, <clears throat> but this is what it says in the text, right? It says uh, in verse 2, shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising Oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. So one thing is he should shepherd the flock. The number one main thing a pastor elder should do is shepherd the flock. What's sad in today's world is that uh, in the views of the churches, a great pastor is based 90% on his communication skills. How well he comes up in front of a crowd and, and holds the attention of the crowd and entertains the crowd. And those guys, they're going, man, that's a pastor right there. That guy's a pastor. And that's only, that's, that's a, it's, a, it's a part of what he does, a very important part. But if he's not a shepherd to the flock, he's not a great pastor at all. And there's many men who can speak well, who can 
tick, a tick, a tick, a tickle ears and entertain. Boys, put your stuff up. Thank you. They entertain well, but what they, they speak is not truth. It's light. It gets a big crowd. It gets them riled up, but it's not the truth of God. Um, so, <clears throat> what makes a person a great pastor? One who faithfully shepherds his flock. What does that mean? They teach God's word faithfully. They take the word of God. They don't add to it. They don't take away from it. Whatever is there to be taught, they teach it. Um, they guide the church and the congregation in a direct direction that honors God. For us, we believe missions is very important. We believe there's unreached people groups around the world that need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we're trying to take resources that are are given and we want to pour that out. That's a direction that the elders of this church has led the church on that this is what we're going to be about. And when folks come and go, "Ah, I think you might be doing too too much of that. What we say is this, you know, we may not be the right church, church, church for you. I'm, and that's not being mean or rude. It's just we may not be a matchup, but this is the direction we believe God has called us to go. Uh, they protect and look out for their members or those that attend. Uh, those that come in here, if they see something wrong, they're going to try to approach them about it and help them out. A lot of times that can turn out wrong. I don't know about you, but when I am, have, have fallen into sin and someone has called me out on it, my first thing is I want to give them a hug and say, oh, thank you so much. You're the best. Or do you get a little bit ticked? Anybody here ever get defensive? Yeah? When when you're called out on something, you know you're doing wrong. They call you out. You bow up. The the elder's job is to look out for the members. Uh, He, as a shepherd cleans a sheep, a pastor walks growing believers through confession of sin and overcoming sin and struggles. And when the congregation Congregation is in trouble, the pastor's there to comfort them. When life gets mean and twists and turns come, the pastor's there to encourage and exhort them. Uh, and they do this, look, they don't, they, don't, they don't do it because they have to. They don't do it because they're getting a paycheck. They do it because they're called to it and they love the Lord and they're trying to, they love the flock. That's why they do it. Pay attention to this stuff because I'm about to explain something. Um, they're not domineering or a a, a bully. They may speak the truth and be firm, firm with it, but it's got love and respect with it. Uh, and then it says, one who is an example to the flock. Okay, it, it's someone who doesn't just say do, to do this, but they live their life in a way that that we're all called to live to honor God with our lives. Now, is anyone in this room perfect? Anybody? Have you ever met someone here on earth who is like perfect? Your mom. There you go. Oh, yeah, you're recording that. So see what I said, mom? Give me money. Um, uh, Why don't we get it right all the time? Because we're fallen, right? We choose flesh. The flesh is on us. We choose to sin. Just keep this in mind. Just like your parents aren't perfect, but man, they're trying in more ways than you could ever imagine they're trying. And I don't know every case. In some cases are rare and there's some extenuating circumstances there, but, but most of the time they're trying and doing really, really well. Pastors and 
elders aren't, per, aren't perfect. We're human. Some, some, some people think, oh, you, you never mess up at all. You never have bad, bad thoughts. Because I, I just look so cool and put together all the time, right? Okay, you don't have to like, even like, fake smile at me. Um, we're not. So just sort of keep that in mind. They're, they are to be an example to the flock. But we all struggle and fall. That verse, shepherd the flock that is among you, the early readers would read that and they would think back to John John 10 verse 11 where it says this, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The good shepherd there is Jesus. He refers back to it in verses 2 and 4, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper Opens the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. You know what your your job is, uh, as we're about to get. You know this is what an elder is, but your job is to know the voice of the great shepherd, and that's Jesus, Jesus Christ. How do you know his voice? That you are under his word that is taught week in and week out, and then on your own, you're reading the word of God. In your, that's how you begin to learn and hear and understand God's voice in your life. If you don't read the word on your own, you're never going to get there. Why is this stuff important to you? Because 10 years from now, many of you will be outside of your, your, your mom and dad's home. Some of you may be in college. Some of you be, may be, be married and off your own. Some may be in the service at this point. And if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you are responsible to find a church to grow in. But that church needs to be led by elders who are shepherds, who are respectable, who honor the word of God. You, you need to know what to look for. Not perfect men, but God-fearing, God-seeking, God-honoring men. So this message is so important for you even just to know what to look for. Because if you don't know what to look for, you're just going to get sucked into the next best thing. And there's a lot of people, good people in this world that are just sucked into churches because it's just the next best thing. And they're not growing in their faith at all because it's not being led by men of God. So make sure you're looking for men who honor God. So question three, what is your proper response to an an, an, an elder or to your elders. If this is your church, this is your youth group, this is what it says. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourself, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the hum- humble. So, so what are you to do? If you're in a church that is, in, you think it's, they treat the word of God right, it says to submit yourselves to the elders. What, what does that mean? What they teach you, as long as it is, is sound with the word of God, based in the word of God and what they teach you, the truth of God. If this is a place that you have a growing faith in Jesus Christ, you are to be subject or to listen to what they say and follow their direction. We're not here to rule every aspect of your life, but we are here to help you grow in your faith and to avoid some great pitfalls that are all around you all the time. And if you don't heed the instruction of an elder you can trust, you're, you're going to wreck in a lot of ways. Um, 
And this is my, you know, it says be subject to, but this is one point. If any, any, anything is preached that is contrary to scripture and it's false and you approach them on that, ask them about it. And they, they, they won't, they themselves won't follow scripture, but they follow their own path, which is against the word of God. You've got one choice and that's run. Get away from there. That's not a place you need to be. I'm not talking about imperfect men that may use a, a, a word wrong or the meaning of a word wrong here or there. I'm, I'm talking about their, their intent is, well, that part of the word of God really doesn't count. If someone ever says that, that is not someone you need to be subject to. And this says this, last thing, don't miss this. Close yourself with humility towards one another. Challenge for this week. How can you show humility this week to someone in this room? Someone think, Ken, what you're thinking? Ask them how they're doing. Ask them if you can help them out. What can I do to make your day better? Humility is when you lower yourself in order to lift them up, to encourage them. Uh, so serve one another this week. Challenge. Just, just find a way to do it. Whether you're getting them a drink, whether you're, you're, you might buy them a, a meal. You may help them out. You may give, give them a ride. Serve them. Look out for each other. And actually, this is what we're called to do. I know it's scary. We're called to actually care about each other. Look to your left. That would be your left. Don't look at the wall. Look at somebody. Look to your right. Look at some, somebody else. Look st- straight ahead. Repeat after me. I, I care, care about, about you. you. That's what our goal is. That's what our goal is. And this is what it says at the end. Don't miss this. Who here wants to be on God's side? Most of us would say, uh, yeah. And the last thing it says is, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Opposes. This world is mean enough. I don't need God opposing me too. So I'm going to do my best to be humble whenever I can. And when I do choose wrong, Lord, wake me up and let me know and choose right. Let's pray, and we're going to be dismissed tonight. Dear God, I thank you so much for these students, Lord, and just a chance to talk about elders and their roles and, and, and what we're, we're supposed to, to look like. And, God, I just ask even for, for, for the men in our church, and, Lord, we'll have some, some elders in the next few years that, that come on, and some may roll off. But, Lord, may we all be, be men who um, honor you, who fear you, who respect your word, uh, and who love the flock. God, help us to love the flock. Uh, uh, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. One last thing. My, my job as a pastor here, as a youth pastor, I'm over the youth, the youth here. And part of what I'm called to do is to look out for you. Part of what I'm called to do is if I see something wrong, I am in the wrong if I don't approach you about it. I am not caring about you if I don't say anything at all. So there's going to be times, if you're in this youth group for any amount of time, that I may come on you, you may think, Pastor Dan just got on my case. And I'm going to try to do it, hopefully every time. And with age, I'm doing a lot better than I used to, with gentleness and respect. Uh, I will try my best. But know that when I come to you, or when my wife does, because she has had to, to help me out, and folks have quit coming to the church for two years because of a conversation. But man, I'm responsible 
for, for your protection. Uh, uh, I see Greg Cook in the back here. He does mid, middle school guys. He's responsible for you guys because um, he's teaching you. And so there's authority that he has there, not to rule over your life, but to fight for you when you don't know, know to even fight for, for yourself. So when an adult does appro- approach you, a lot of time we, we approach you because we care, not because we're trying to, trying to show how cool, cool we are or how tough we are. Cool? Yeah? We're, we're dismissed. Make sure.